Hey, it's Patrick. I just want to show you some cool things that we've done here in Fonts, starting with a uh, version of 10.1 and higher in expression. One of the things that's always bit some people in the butt and it's become somewhat of a pain point. If I just go ahead and choose the size of a font and I start to change it, this dialog box pops up. And what will happen, it's basically telling me that this font is used in multiple scenes that if I make a change here, it's going to ripple through everything. But a lot of people don't understand what that means and they just ignore it. Or even worse, they click this dialog box and then they never know that they've changed it. They don't understand what the repercussions are, but to them it's one of those things they just click through and say, yes, for example. Now when they change this, you can see it's changing everything here and you can see it's also changing things in other scenes. So if I come back and set it, that's great, but it becomes a problem. And now the worst part about it, if I go through and I change something else, for example, I'm gonna change this, that dialog box is now hidden. It doesn't come back. So there's really no way to get it back once somebody has gone and tweaked it. So this becomes a liability to some operators in the field. So let me show you some of the changes that have been made. Okay, so now we're in a new version of expression, 10.1, and this has some additional font handling in here. So let's go over this real quick. The changes to a font, so for example, if I come in here and I click on the text inside of this text object, and I go to make a change to the font size, you'll see the dialog box pops up again, but I want you to notice right away, the first thing, there's no checkbox in here to disable this dialog box from showing again. So I'm gonna show you where that is. I'm gonna click no for a second. I'm gonna go to edit, preferences, and in the preferences dialog under editor, in the confirmation box field, you're gonna see there's now a menu option here for modifying font used in multiple scenes. Do I wanna see that? And you can see, should a dialog box be presented before modifying a font that is used in multiple scenes? If the checkbox is in there, it's yes, it should be shown. If it's hidden, it's gone away and you won't see it. The nice part is this is a preferences in the old versions of expression. Once you check that checkbox, you'd never see it again on that engine. So it wouldn't matter what you did, that dialog box would be gone. That was a preference that you'd have to know to go in and hunt in the INI files. So I'm gonna leave that turned on. I'm gonna come back in here and I'm gonna make a change and you can see this bot dialog box comes back up. And besides yes and no, which I've already had, there's a new button here called clone font. If I click on it, it presents me with a new dialog box called clone font. And the choices here, only convert group one, team name one, because that's the text object I'm working in, convert all objects or don't update any. What this means, I can convert the text object that I'm working in any place in the scene that's using that text object is convert all objects. And if I say do not update any objects, it'll make a new version of that font by cloning it and it'll make all those changes, but it won't use it in this scene. So this is a way to build another font in the catalog. So if I choose convert only team name, uh, I'm gonna change this. You also notice there's a dialog down here that tells you where that font is used. If I go ahead and make changes to it, you can see I'm changing it just inside that text box. If I revert that back, I'm pretty much safe. I'm gonna come in here, for example, I'm gonna work on these group tags here. So if I come in here, just to show it to you, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna make this change, I'm gonna clone the font, I'm gonna say convert all objects, so all the changes I make in here are now global to where that's, that particular font is used in this scene. So I've got a clone, what I want you to notice is here's the exact same scene with the old fonts, here's the one that I did with the new fonts. So that clone is only affecting what's in the scene that I'm currently working in because it's only applying it there rather than globally throughout the scene. So this is a way to protect the integrity of what you've done. And to some operators and designers, that's okay, that's enough. 
for some, it's not enough. So what's been added, if I come over to a font, so, so let's say, for example, I know that I'm working in this and I want to find that font right here. You can see it's highlighted in blue. If I right click on it, I've got the opportunity to lock. And what we've always had, or should say always what we've recently had, is lock from deletion, meaning you won't let an operator delete this font from the project without having to know to go to this menu. What we've added is lock from changes and deletion. So if I choose that, now when I try to make a change, you notice that the dialog and all the input fields are grayed out. I can't do anything about it. You'll see there's a little red lock here. If I was working with a font, for example, and I changed it to locking to keep them from deleting it only, you'll notice that it's just a yellow lock rather than the other one, which is a red lock. So let me bring that back again so that you can see that. I'm gonna change the two different lock types. This is locking from changes. This is locking from deletion. So this kind of gives you an, a visual cue of what's there. And again, most operators aren't going to go and mess with it. They're going to realize something's up and they can't do anything about it. This also shows up if I go into the panel for editing. You can see that that's going to show everything blocked out. And if I go over to the right side here and I find my font manager and I bring that up, I'm going to pin this up here so we can see more of it. I also don't have that opportunity to go to try, try to edit or anything else like that. It won't help me out. Since I'm here, I wanna show you something that's interesting. Right now, we scaled the fonts so they all fit inside these little thumbnails. If I click on actual size, you can see I've got, for example, pool play over here. These fonts are all really big now, so you kinda of get an idea what they are. If you hover over them, you'll see a smaller scaled version of what they are. And that's really pretty cool because you now know what the giant fonts are and the not so giant fonts are, and you can quickly see those. Um, you also have the ability to sort all these fonts by name or by font size or by font ID. So you have a lot of ways to sort all these. Now I'm going to show you something else that's cool. You can start to leave your, your operator's notes in all of here. So for example, I'm going to come back and unlock this. And I'm going to go ahead and use this. And I'm going to edit this font. And you notice in the font tool, there's now a notes field. And I could type in, this is the main, if I could spell, font for group names as of today, July 31st, 2020. Save. Now you think much, nothing much of it, but when I hover over it, I'll see that information. And also if I go through and I choose all that, you'll now see there's a note down here as well. So there's a couple ways that you can see that. And you'll also see that hovering here that was 21. So if I come down here and I find my 21, You'll see hovering over here, I see it down here as well. So it shows up and gives the user a lot of tips and information about that. So they've got the ability to see these as sizes. They've got a note box that they can see. They can see the selector sizes for what they're working with. And they can also come in here now and they can also sort these and find other sizes of the same font. If I go back and I reset this, I can find other colors of the same font. So I've got a lot of search tools in here. And again, I can sort them as I go after them. Another great tool in the fonts inside of Expression, if I select a typeface, for example, I'm going to come up to the font uh, up here for pool play. And if I come down, I find it selected here because it's identifying which one I've used. If I right click on it and I choose search for usage, it enables the search results tool. And what you can see here is I'm going to see the uh, scene that I'm currently working in. You can see the results here on these scenes. And I can see the other scenes where it's being used. And if I actually went to one of these others, for example, if I come here and I click on that text object, what, I, what you'll see when I double click on it, 
is it will take me to that scene, it takes me to the object manager and takes me directly to it so that I have the tools to go directly to it. The important part is as a designer, if I need to make a change to something, I can see what this affects before I make any changes to it. And we haven't even talked about the fact that I could even come in here and I can find all my fonts and I can create a folder. And let's say this new folder is name fonts. I can go in here and I can help out those operators and find anything here with the word name in it, for example. And I could take all of these fonts, control select all of them. I'm going to select the whole bunch. I'm going to take them and I'm going to drag them into the folder called name fonts. And now they're separate from everything else and they don't have to go back and modify anything. So I can put in name fonts, I can organize title fonts, header fonts, however I want to put this together. I now have control of doing all those pieces inside the font manager. So these are just some of the changes that are in version 10.1 for fonts.